Welcome to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur de Marmion. On our program, we explore the ancient, current, and future modalities that are used in sound therapy and vibrational healing. We share information that is vital for a new paradigm of thinking and being to embrace vibration important for healing illness and disease. And now, here is your host, Mur de Marmion. Welcome to the show. It's Mur, and we've got some. We got a great show today. Um, lots of information to share. I'm going to do that real quick because we always seem to run out of time at the end of the show. So let me get started real quick. Um, we have two upcoming events here in Asheville coming up this Sunday. Please join me for a really intimate small group sacred sound retuning at my private space, and uh, you'd come and receive some really wonderful sacred sound to clear out any icky energy, get peaceful, and we've got four tickets left. They're advance only, and if you plan to come, don't forget that day is daylight savings time, too. Um, also, on Friday, March 22nd, please join me and my friend and collaborator, Wendy Morrison, who is also our guest today, for a really special Rites of Spring Sacred Sound event here in Asheville. This is, we're going to be bringing in some really interesting um, practices in this, uh, in this celebration of the equinox and newness and rebirth. And we're going to be working in a special sacred geometrical star configuration during the event where the way everyone will be seated and laying down. And the event will have sacred sound, (laughs) bowls, gongs, (laughs) sacred voice. We're going to be chanting the ancient sacred seed syllables of the chakras and also working with the mudras. And then we are going to end the evening in ecstatic movement to the Beatles. Yay! Um, we have the Inner Man Mandala Healing Circle that we're offering in this event too, which means that we have a space right by the bowls and the gong, the first layer of that um, star configuration. And those individuals will receive one-on-one attention with specialty tuning forks and crystal pyramids and all sorts of cool stuff. So um, those, we only have a few tickets left. So these are advanced tickets only. They're on sale through Wednesday, March 20th. For details and tickets for both of these events, go to creativedivinestudios.com. And from the top menu, click on events and workshops and pull those down and pull that down and go to sound school. And you'll get the descriptions and ticket links there. Uh, let's see what else. Oh yes. Sharing quickly about the resonant restructuring sessions that I offer because they are on special only through March 17th. Now for whatever we call it, our inner wisdom for lack of a better term is our ultimate authority in our life. And it's constantly giving us direction and encouragement. And sometimes We can't hear it. We have to hear it in order to take steps, but sometimes we just can't because there's too much in the way. So this um, resonant restructuring process 
is a way that I help you intuitively dialogue with your inner wisdom so you can see what's going on and what's in the way. And in this way, I'm actually your interpreter of the information that you receive during the session. I assist you in energetic support to resolve remaining issues that are in the way. And for some individuals, it can be extensive, especially if you've experienced trauma that's unresolved. And I'm also, like with this show, I'm an advocate for everyone taking control of their own power and their well-being. And so I'm kind of like your guide in learning how to do this yourself. So these are, like I said, on special through March 17th. You can go to creativedivinestudios.com, go to the sound healing on the menu button and then choose uh, sacred sound retuning on the drop down and you'll get the description and the schedule button there. So I'm going to talk real quickly about next week's show and next week we further our discussion about plant medicine and we delve into the healing medicine of cannabis and CBD And this is very cool because there have been a lot of really interesting um, research and results with individuals. And our expert is Laura Logano, who is a nutritionist and a health educator who's integrated her classic background as a registered dietitian with cutting-edge training in functional medicine. Now, Laura... He's going to be talking about her fascinating journey into the study of cannabis and CBD, which was initiated by her special needs daughter who had grand mal seizures. So be sure to and, and tune in for that uh, really special show and today's special show. And today's special guest <laughs> is Wendy Morrison, who is mm, a dear friend, a collaborator, and also our new co-host as officially as of April 11th, although she's going to, you will hear her on upcoming um, episodes. But we're going to be talking about the frequency of space, living space, and um, space clearing and the ancient Hindu science of Vastu Shastra and how she's integrated it with crystals and sound therapy and dousing and all sorts of stuff so welcome wendy hello how are you <laughs> really good <laughs> did you like that Thank intro you for having me on <laughs> i know i'm really excited because <laughs> i you know i've i am familiar with feng shui which i think is kind of like maybe a sister practice but i really uh-huh. resonate with the hindu um modalities and and you know the Vedas and the Upanishads and all that and I I've never heard of this before so I'm really excited to learn more about this so um, let's just get started you are let's just share your journey and your healing arts you know you have a, a vast list of study and you have your mother nature's son um, business and your mother nature's son earth school Talk about talk about your early years in this and 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 how you got from there to here. <laughs> well, um, knowing what I know now, 
um, <laughs> as a very empathic child. Um, I took on <clears throat> everything around me, and I had this innate knowing that everything was energy. Um, just being around the trees, I could watch the ants build their little ant hills. I knew there was some like universal force that I knew that was there. Um, it didn't quite relate energy to what I was experiencing at the time. Um, I was like a social nervous wreck. Um, I hated going to class. I hated going to school. Chewed on my hair, my clothes. Hated to be called on in class. I was I was awful. But as I matured, I seemed to have gravitated towards <clears throat> holistic methods to help me because I tend to have like phantom pains and aches, and I loved reflexology. I taught myself reflexology. Wow. Um, yeah. And I, w- I was teaching my friends how to do it whenever they had a headache or something. And they were astonished when their pain went away. And so I had this nickname of Wendy the Good Witch. Because <laughs> I had... <laughs> great. Like, ooh, yeah, let's go to Wendy to <clears throat> cure what ails us. So um, as I grew older... Um, and before I knew what meditation was or even what an out-of-body experience was, I would love to go outside and watch the stars. And I knew there was some connection with me and the cosmos. And I would go in really deep states of peace, just visualizing what was beyond the stars. Mm-hmm. And I remember leaving my body once and <laughs> scared the crap out of me. But... I just had this <clears throat> deep connection with space. Um, I still do the star meditations is what I call them. Um, and being <clears throat> near the ocean, fabulous. So I just, I can go and just meditate all night there if I let mm-hmm. myself. But as with most of us on this healing journey that we're on, life gets in the way and I buried my <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Drank, did all that fun stuff. Um <laughs> Until, <laughs> you know, you just can't deal, and so you find some vices. But um, anyway, as I grew older, even older, I suffered from empathic sy- symptoms, which I didn't know what it was until now, but um, I had TMJ, digestive issues, phantom pain, brain fog, and I was trying to figure out what was going on with me. <laughs> so I delved into books. I was fascinated by the human body. Purchased anatomy books, self-help books. Louise Hay was a big one for me. Um, I actually still have a cassette tape of hers. Mm. Um, uh, Deepak, Shakti Gawain, Nutrition, you name it, I bought it. And I went to the doctor constantly, couldn't figure out what was going on with me. Um, I was a hypochondriac times a thousand. Um <laughs> And I thank God that there was not an internet back then because I would have just gone down that rabbit hole even deeper. But um, really, really couldn't figure out what was going on until um, I uh, had my daughter. So fast forward to in the 90s, um, I had this gnawing in my heart that I wanted to pursue massage therapy. Mm-hmm. And 
after I had Izzy and my amazing daughter, um, I quit a pretty awesome job with a tennis tournament in Indianapolis and I stayed home with her and thank God I did because she started to have some developmental delays and working with her and the therapist that we had coming to our house, I started to delve into craniosacral therapy and I knew I needed to do more to assist her in her healing journey, which actually was assisting in mine. So I delved in, I went to massage school, uh, did craniosacral therapy and um, delved in some essential oils and, and the like. And not too far after that, I opened uh, a healing center called the Wellness Space in Indy. And um, it was a successful business. I went uh, I went from one little house on Ferguson or on Carrollton Street. And I know you're familiar with this because you were there. Um, <laughs> to the larger house on Carrollton or on Ferguson. And I have always felt that your environment is just as important as the treatment that you receive. So everyone that came into the wellness space <clears throat> or Mother Nature Sun always had a comment when they walked in. It's like, <clears throat> man, I feel so be- so much better just walking into this door. It's mm-hmm. it's calming. It's peaceful. It's serene. And to have that energy that space cleared for each client that walked in the door is extremely important, uh, especially between appointments. Um, so I felt drawn to that space clearing early on. Um, and I delved into feng shui with a couple of consultants in the area. Um, one of them came in and said, you already know how to do this. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't have anything else to teach you. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. Um, But I started reading books, and I started delving into feng shui. um, And I actually was going to study it until I found Ayurveda. And I started to delve into um, actually being a health consultant in Ayurveda. I was doing a, um, a certification course with David Frawley. Mm-hmm. And as I was reading these books, I found Bastu Shastra, and I was like, what is this? So as I read more about it, it was like oh, the bells went off. It was like it incorporated sound, incorporated sacred geometry and crystals and planets and cool. you name it. And I was like, you know, you get the goosebumps, you get the tingles, you know, and you know it was something that I had to get into. So I actually didn't finish my health consultant program and <laughs> went into the Boston. <laughs> wow. And I'm still learning. As you know, it's a huge subject, huge subject. So right. um, always learning. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Always learning. So, always learning. well, before we get into the how, can you yeah. talk about what a space clearing does, what it is, and why it's important to clear the energy in a space, and how often you do it, so to speak? Well, I start off by telling people everything is energy, everything. <laughs> the objects in your space carries a vibration. You carry a vibration. The land carries a vibration, your thoughts and emotions. Um, and anyone that lives in the space, even even your pets, have a vibration. 
and depending on where you are energetically, can take on a lot of that energy. So when you are out and about, you go out to work, have lunch with friends, go to the grocery store, go to the gas station, you're taking on energy all day long. So your home, you want your home to be a sacred space to come to where you're not taking any more energy or any more energetic chaos because your space is a place you want to relax and rejuvenate. Mm -hmm. And by the way, a space can be anything. It can be your business, your car, your she shed, Mm -hmm. your desk, anywhere you spend lots of time. But if you come home to your space, your home, and you're adding to your energetic load, and you're not knowing that you have an energetic load at home, it can create (laughs) a sickness and create disease. You're fighting Mm -hmm. an uphill battle. You know, there's some people who don't want to come home because they they know there's stress there. And so they may stay at work to avoid that stress. So there's always some kind of underlying emotional work to be done with the space clearing, too. And that um, is a whole other show. But um, (laughs) (laughs) space clearing, you just think think about where you go and who you encounter. And I do educate people on how to build their energy shield so they're not Mm -hmm. taking on and absorbing so much around them. Um, One of the biggest things, obviously, is to take care of yourself on a spiritual, emotional, physical level. And the more that you're centered and the more self-love you give yourself, that energy will show up and that people will feel that. And that's the foundation of your energy shield. So um, I find you know, eating properly, meditating daily, um, even just going within and, and feeling what it is in my body that's not mine and asking the divine to take it away from me um, is huge for me. I have to do that on a daily basis because I am so empathic. Yeah, um, several times a day sometimes. <laughs> several times a day. <laughs> yeah, right plant medicine journey that I took really showed me how empathic I was and how I even take on the land. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, you know, it's really important. I wish, I wish I had learned this years ago. It saved me thousands of dollars in doctor's appointments. You know, right. it's just, it's, it is amazing, amazing how different I feel when I, I, I do those things daily. It is amazing what we take on. Um, we, I just got to notice that we we're, we're up for a commercial, and we're at a good okay. break point. So let's let's do that now, and then we'll come back and and talk some more. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice america. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show 
Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Something beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels, and now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill, is a program that's all about connections, the connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Murr DeMarmia. To find out more about us and the program, please visit creativedivinestudios.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. This is Murr, and I have my special guest and new co-host, Wendy Morrison, and we're having a really cool conversation about um, clearing space. So what were we, what was, uh, we were talking about... um, Oh, clearing your personal space, your inner space, and doing that daily. Yeah, I tell people, you know, look around the home. How does it make you feel? What do you see around you? Because, I mean, if you see a lot of chaos in your house, you know, more often than not, it's going to be chaos in, 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 in your inner work. You know, it's mm-hmm. something you need to look at and... And most people don't like to do that. I was like, oh, just clear my house. <clears throat> and, 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 they, and I leave, and I'm like, well, there's a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with a lot of people who, um, after you do some of the space clearing, it, it changes. There's a shift in perception of, of the energy in the house, and it actually will start to be a catalyst for change inward, which is really fun to see. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen it go the opposite way. I don't know about Yeah, I've I've worked with the woman who was a hoarder. Yeah, yeah. And she wanted somebody to come in and help her clean out her house and when we did within like a month it was back. Yeah. In that same chaos. So Yeah. So and you that, said yeah, you're that's, studi- that's, Yeah, go ahead. Uh no, sorry, go ahead. What were you gonna say? <laughs> well that that's case in point of some, you know, if you don't do the internal work, sometimes your out your outer world is going to be a reflection of that. So she, obviously, mm-hmm. she needed to do some more internal work. Right. Exactly. Let go of the hoarding. Yeah. So you studied Vastu Shastra, which is a really ancient practice of traditional 
that says it's Hindu architecture, sometimes known as the yoga of the home. It's, mm-hmm. You said it's described in the Vedas, the ancient Hindu mm-hmm. texts, which are hundreds of thousands of years old. And it involves specific alignments, planetary <laughs> energies, and sacred geometry, such as the Sri Yantra, which is one of my favoritest <laughs> symbols ever. Mm-hmm. What... So talk more about this, and um, why did you why did you choose this over the more well known feng shui of Eastern tradition? Well, um, Vastu is a very vast subject, <clears throat> so I <laughs> I'm still learning, um, and there's so many levels to it. Um, as I mentioned before, I found the Ayurveda years ago. And Vasu showed up in my readings. Um, mm. And I was, about, I think I fell off my chair when I was reading. It had space clearing, sound, mantra, ceremony, <laughs> planetary energy, sacred geometry. It's like, where has this been all my life? What else um, could you want, right? <laughs> and when I read more about it, it Vasu Shastra means the science of architecture. And like you said, it's a part of the Vedas. It's the ancient text of the Urtava Veda, which is said to be seven to 10,000 years old. Wow. And Ayurveda, Joydish, which is astrology, uh, meditation, yoga, and pranayama, all come from the same text. Mm. Um, and actually, you can incorporate all of those things into of us through Shastra clearing. Um, the Egyptian, <clears throat> Mayan pyramids, the Taj Mahal, the Parthenon were all built on Vastu principles. And mm. actually Chinese feng shui was derived from Vastu. Oh, was it really? Um, yeah. Cool. So <clears throat> I tend to gravitate towards finding the root of everything. <laughs> right. and I think that's why I was attracted to Vastu for that reason, because it was it's the first building science. And when I learned about the planetary yantras, uh, the Sri Yantra, as you um, were talking about, mm-hmm. it's basically semantics before even semantics was founded. It's found in physical form. Um, and the planetary yantras, to me, is music of the spheres, um, in the sacred geometry, <clears throat> they use those as cures for the home. So mm-hmm. that was another reason I was sold on on boss too. Um, not to say that feng shui is a very powerful practice, and I've seen uh, great things with that too. But it's best to choose one over the other and not to incorporate both of them. Right, because they're um, two different. Yeah, too much chaos things. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Vastu balances the five elements just as feng shui does and aligns the buildings with the forces of nature uh, supporting harmony and success. So in Vastu, we use what we call a Vastu Purusha Mandala. mandala. Um, If you can visualize a square and visualize a man with his head to the northeast and his feet to the southwest and somewhat kind of like his knees and his elbows 
and the uh, other direction, the, the northwest and southeast. Mm-hmm. Um, we build the house around this grid to support uh, solar, lunar, and stellar energies. So, for example, northeast is where the head is, and that's the most auspicious corner in the house. So that's where you want your altar to be, your spiritual corner. Mm-hmm. Um, that is ruled by different elements and planets. In this case, it would be Jupiter. Um, and it is a water corner. So if you have heavy furniture in this area, um, you want to clear that out. Mm-hmm. Would you want a piece of uh, heavy furniture on top of your head. Or a bowl. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving those pieces to the southwest in the feet and area, in the feet and the legs, where they can hold weight. Um, so, we look at that grid. We look at the home, place that home along with true north on this grid and see if it aligns with the cardinal directions. And if they, and if they don't, then that's when we start to incorporate uh, the yantras, which is, again, sound in physical form, to correct that. Mm-hmm. In strict Vastu, in India mainly, they would have you remodel or tear down your house and, and redo it again. <laughs> and... That's just not practical here in the state, <laughs> and it's expensive. Right. So we use these sacred geometries um, and the yantras to help create energetic boundaries and to help align with the solar and magnetic energies. So what other yantras are you speaking of? There's the Sri Yantra, but what are the other ones that you're referring to? <clears throat> They're the planetary yantras. So there's Jupiter, Venus, Mars, yeah, the Moon, Saturn, yeah. So Um, yeah, the other yantras are um, planetary. There are other yantras that are uh, 3D yantras that are meant for some serious Vastu defects, Um, Mm -hmm. and those are pretty cool too. I tend to gravitate towards the Sri Yantra to be the most powerful in my mind. Um, And then there are copper pyramids, 3D pyramids that I have found that are really powerful. They have lots Mm. of prayers and um, yantras on them. And those come from India. When you pull those out of the box, yeah. Watch out. <laughs> you immediately float up to the <laughs> ceiling. Woo! Ooh, I need to cool. see those. Please. But I Vastu did, views um, them as a, sorry, build, as a living... I'm sorry? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh. No, Vastu views the home as, as a living entity. So, and that's kind of how I look at it as well. And even the house has chakras as a human mm-hmm. would. So, um, depending on where I am with the client and what, um, and what, when we, what we talk about, I could do a chakra clearing of the house. Um, I use the Sofagio forks for that. Mm. Mm. Mm, I love the Sofagio <laughs> forks. <laughs> 
I love the Sri Yantra. I remember, you know what jelly roll pens are. Yeah. Metallic jelly roll. Okay, so we had this art night when I lived in Colorado at a brewery. And we'd, I just printed out some Sri Yantras and took them with, and everybody was getting high <laughs> coloring in the <laughs> Sri Yantras. <laughs> it's like, wow, I just feel so good, but I'm so lightheaded. I just don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And they, well, thematics, you know, sound and physical form, and mm-hmm. Sri Yantra is the ohm in physical form. So, Placing a Sri Yantra in your home, you're creating the sound of Om in your home all the time. So, mm-hmm. which is why I find it so powerful. <clears throat> now, you, you can, we activate the Yantras as we place them with mantra, and we can place a, a low uh, mantra. You can place it on low volume and just play it in the house all the time. <clears throat> yep. Keep those energies high. Because mm-hmm. um, Sanskrit, is one of the most highly vibrational languages on the planet. And just to be playing that on low volume in your house, you know, it's really, to me, all you need. But um, obviously there's other things we we look at, but mm-hmm. which is why. Well, Elm is, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Elm is the frequency of the, of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the it's the it's the core of the um, the um, the frequencies that uh, the Schumann resonances is what right. the, all yeah. those frequencies add up to is ohm. Mm. This is really interesting. So Which, when you know, you're when you think about it, it's practice, very calming, you know, when you have that in huh? your home to create less chaos in your home. Mm-hmm. So in your particular practice with Sri Yantra, you also incorporate sound, crystals, smudging, ceremony, numerology, and decluttering uh-huh. to help significantly improve the energy flow in the home and in the life of those in the living space. How do you, how do you work with people in, in these components in space at Clarington? How do you know what to use and when and do you have a specific flow that you use for each, is each person different I kind of use the same flow with everyone but everyone's been different so um, I do incorporate the sound <clears throat> to clear the energy in a space and it, I find that to be the most effective um, I use a gong or a bowl um, and go around the house and um and uh, do intention, which is obviously, it's the most important thing that you can do when you go around the house, even smudging. Smudging is powerful too, mm-hmm. but um, people often are not too keen on the smoke. So smudging and or sound with intention behind it <clears throat> is, is going to give you the result that you want. Mm-hmm. Just going around and lighten a stick or hitting a gong without that, it's not going to give the result that you want. Um, the uh, I do make a cement spray that I incorporate gem elixirs and crystals and essential oil and sage hydrosol. So you mm. can do immediate cleanse without having less smoke. Um, 
the numerology numbers have a frequency, so your house has a house number. So I can, I do a house reading for you and mm-hmm. show you how the number can support you. Um, for example, I have a life path of a nine mm-hmm. and a master so number of a twenty-two. <laughs> So my last two centers that I had had a house number of a nine, which is about spirituality. Uh, 22 is about bringing the spiritual into the physical master builder number. Mm-hmm. So building two spiritual centers with a house number of nine was divine, <laughs> giving the two spiritual centers. So I wasn't looking for that number. It just happened that way. Um, and when I moved to South Carolina, my house number turned out to be a nine as well. So, usually there's a pattern going on um, in the vibration of the house uh, can tell you, you know, what, what it can do for you with that vibration. Mm-hmm. And there's also, uh, depending on the number, can have, there's some negative things you can avoid. So, um, recently I did a house that is a three, um, which is creativity and joy, <clears throat> but also can create uh, self-doubt, so you have to be careful of where you are um, in your thought patterns about yourself, So, um, which I, ironically turned out to be just that for her, so she had to turn, you know, she's now working on that. Um, mm. The decluttering, I don't do this service personally, but I, I work through, with, with them through it. Uh-huh. And the her, that Marie Kondo, have you heard of her? Yes. She's like my best thing since life bread. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love her because she shows people how to show gratitude for the home. And I think that's really important to show gratitude and love to your home. One is like taking care of your home, but just sitting and just thanking it um, mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. Um but she goes around their home to declutter with the simple phrase of, Do you, does this bring me joy? And mm. I love that. Because many say that if you have an item for a year and you don't use it, just donate it. Which is, I'd agree with that, but I, it's so powerful to say, does this bring me joy? Exactly. Um, allows you to go within mm-hmm. and start to feel the objects. Cool. Which is what really what? space clearing is all about: is to go in and um, and feel. Wendy, yeah, we need to take a quick break. Sorry, sure. hold that thought. We'll be right back. Okay. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand, twenty four seven. Do you keep past regrets, hurt, pain, and disappointment with you for years or even a lifetime after the experiences? Feel free to clear the air and express yourself as a creative, intuitive, and powerful woman. Listen to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with host Andrea Lewis. Andrea and her guests will show you that whatever happened in your past, it doesn't have to define you. Get ready to bring joy back into your life. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Our life takes a series of unexpected detours as we move along our journey. 
We can choose to accept these detours as something negative, or we can choose to create a learning experience where we can turn a tragedy or unexpected turn in life into something that can help others. To learn more, tune in to Embrace the Unexpected with host Bernadette Butler. In the program, you'll learn how she and others were able to turn setbacks into positives. Listen live Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Murr DeMarmian. To find out more about us and the program, please visit CreativeDivineStudios.com Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. This is Murr, and we're with our special guest, Wendy Morrison, and we're talking about Vastu Shastra and the ancient Hindu science of space clearing. So uh, what did you want to pick up where you were talking, what you were talking about, (laughs) Wendy? (laughs) I think we were talking about objects and does it bring me joy. Um, Oh, right. Yeah. I I was saying it it allows us to sink in and and feel the objects, which is what... I think space clearing is all about. It's like feeling our surroundings and determine if space is supporting us. Um, I, I, I find that the decluttering, I think, is probably the, the one thing that most people can do um, mm-hmm. and can create such a huge difference in their environment if they just take some time to determine you know, what's not serving them <clears throat> and donate it. Mm-hmm. Because it those objects create space and they create, they have energy. So they're taking up energy. So specifically when we're talking about hoarding, people who have so much clutter and trash in their home, there's no energy for it to flow. So um, to remove that um, can create new space for new energies to come in, create more abundance, creativity. Mm-hmm. Now, on the break, you were talking about geomagnetic stress. Is that is that right? Yeah. So, in one in the clearings, I also do geopathic stress dousing oh, geopath- and the Akashic record, because um, the, the Earth um, can create these geopathic stress lines that can uh, create chaos in the home and. Mm-hmm more often than not, can create some serious health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so if even just finding that in somebody's home <clears throat> will make a huge, huge difference um, in the house. Um, case in point, I just did one in Indianapolis, and we found a stress line going right down the middle of their house. Oh, my goodness. And they were having relationship issues, and she's had insomnia for a long time, 
but um, whatever <clears throat> we we doused it, we put a, um, a staple in, and she said she had the best night's sleep she had ever had in a long time last night. Wow! So, yeah, so just fixing that because the earth is so massive; it has so much energy, and if it's just pushing something into your home that's not doesn't need to be there, and just correcting that will make a big mm-hmm. difference. Um, and the land itself too just holds so much energy. And if if I'm able to, I, I'd like to sit with the land and also do an Akashic record of the land. Um, mm-hmm. How do you read that? My, um, How do you read the Akashic well, record of the land? Well, I sit and I ask questions. Land. I ask specific questions about the land. <clears throat> the Akashic record, you have to have the address and. Got uh, it. Go within with with specific questions. Um, after the plant medicine journey that I talked about, I just I was shown just how empathic I am and how much I feel the land. So I find that that's been a really positive thing for me to to incorporate into the space clearing, right. especially before oh. some of this construction. Right, because um, you just <clears throat> never know if that's sacred land. You know, we need to ask for forgiveness and ask for gratitude. For holding the whatever's sitting there, uh, you really just thank it and mm-hmm. send gratitude towards it for being there for holding space for them. Um, but the um, Akashic record can show me um, who who might have been there before any old energies. Being in the South, as you know, I have felt firsthand how much energy is held in the land and the trees here. <laughs> It's a mm-hmm. very, very old energy. Um, and no, they say that the uh, mountains in, in Asheville are the oldest ones in the United States. Is it? Yeah. It'll be interesting when I get there. But right. No, I've told everybody I'm moving to Asheville. <laughs> um, <laughs> by the way, Wayne Morrison's moving to Asheville. Um and the other thing that I do, I do building biology. I check EMFs with my Gauss meter, determine how the EMFs are affecting the environment, and we can correct that with um, organ pyramids or uh, geometric patterns. Um, and uh, if I see or smell a mold problem, I have them check that right away because that can cause a very serious health issue, and that needs to be uh, rectified. So I incorporate a lot of things. In a space clearing, I call it space harmonics. Actually, so cool. Yeah. So you, what do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about sacred sound? You want to talk <laughs> about Kundalini? What do you want Kundalini. to share? Kundalini. Okay, go. I guess of all the yoga practices <laughs> what drew you to this type of yoga. <laughs> I I had sold my first. Center in 2007, I was going through a pretty serious uh, relationship issues with my husband, and we separated. And the one thing that kind of got me through was the Kundalini Yoga. I don't know if you remember Peace Through Yoga, Eel Creek in Indy. Mm-hmm. If you ever went there, yep. I found it to be a sanctuary that it just overlooked this huge body of water with trees and the deer would always show up at the window when you were doing yoga. And, um, it was just a sacred place for me to be. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the Kundalini Yoga, I found, it kind of started to show me what my emotional energy was like and how that emotional energy was creating my physical symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the breath work, the mantra, and actually Kundalini probably started me on the mantra chanting um, and the gong, which is done at the end of a class, um, just transported me into another space. And I was just, I felt so different. I was in a, <clears throat> my new normal is what I called it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I could feel my body, like my proprioception, you know, how I felt my, how my body felt in, in space was different. Um, so it really got me through a really tough time and helped me move through some junk, um, that I was carrying for years. Um, which took me down, actually took me down the path to uh, finding the oneness blessing and um, cool. the tuning forks. So mm. it all kind of it snowballed from there in a very Beautiful. short time, actually, before I opened Mother Nature's Son. It was a two-year period where I was doing all of this. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was really so, a powerful time. Talk about the oneness blessing because I studied Diksha from Saima. Mm-hmm. It's similar, mm-hmm. similar, different lineage, but talk about that and, and, um, and what it's, what it, what it offered you and what it offers others. The one this blessing is, it's a non-denominational blessing like Kadiksha. Um, it's given on top of the head, um, to bring about states of awakening. Um, I was introduced to it, uh, by several friends at the time who were offering um, weekends in Indianapolis um, where before you can only took uh, a, a oneness weekend if you went to India or Fiji. Mm-hmm. So they were incorporating trainers at the time. <clears throat> and I actually only went to this weekend to support two other friends that were there. I really wasn't <laughs> planning on going. Um, but the first night I received the blessing and I kept hearing voices saying, there is no fear, there is no fear, there is no fear. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then the entire weekend was done via Skype by two guides in India. And we did intense processing of um, working with the mother, the father, your children, your spouse, yourself, um, really deep internal work and I think I slept probably for four days no not four days two days <laughs> straight almost <laughs> my body just absorbed all of that <clears throat> I released so much but I also absorbed the blessing mm-hmm. and I told uh, one of the psychologists I used to go to I said you know how you go to a session and you just dump all this stuff on your psychiatrist or psychologist and you feel like an empty vessel, you feel pretty good, but you may feel like, Oh, I feel so great. I'm going to go do something bad. Um, (laughs) I feel like when you do the blessing, I did all these processes. And then once you receive the blessing, you're filled back up with this light. And I, I was, you were just being, you were just 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing experience. It really was a catalyst for me to open Mother Nature's Sun. Um, because if you'd asked me if I was opening another center, I'd say you were crazy. <laughs> but I wanted more people to experience that that bliss, that awakening energy. And um, it saved my marriage. You know, you, you know, one point fingers outwards all the time. It was like I was pointing the fingers right. towards me. It's like, oh, I have some stuff I got to work on too. So it was it was a really powerful time. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how often the blessing is being offered in groups anymore. I know I offer them monthly here mm-hmm. in the South Carolina. I plan on I doing to go to a, when I get there. I used What's to that? go to a weekly uh, one in Colorado or in Santa Fe, actually, a long time ago. Oh, but I haven't seen yeah. that any place else. <clears throat> Yeah, we were offering weekly at Mother Nature's Sun, and uh, it, it slowly has turned into another. It's, t- it's turned into the uh, oneness, a um, one world academy, um, mm. and they're doing different types of meditations and processes now. But blessing is still part of that. But um, I enjoy doing Ananda Mandala, which is intense breath work, sitting mm-hmm. in a circle holding hands um, mm-hmm. as you. Get the energy in the circle, the mandala, and the breath mm-hmm. at the same time. It's pretty mm-hmm. intense. Um, and people have had pretty amazing experiences just by doing that and then receiving the blessing. Very cool. Yeah. We have about one minute left. So Ooh. let's talk about <laughs> the Beatles and share what you, you have some quotes from John Lennon. And um, you are a you are a Beatles fan. Uh-huh. So Geek. share what you want to share yeah. about that. Well, if we only have one minute, I want to share a um, quote from John Lennon, which after I've been a Beatles fan since I was in the womb, and <laughs> they have morphed into different things for me over the years. And after oneness, um, realize how spiritually connected they are, whether they knew it or not. Mm-hmm. And the quote, the quote that I found while I was going through this process, um, I felt again fell out of my chair, realizing how much they were connected. When real music comes to me, the music of the spheres, the music that surpasses understanding, that has nothing to do with me, because I am just the channel. The only joy for me is it, it is is it for it to be given to me and to transcribe it like a medium. Those are moments that I live for. That's beautiful. And we're going to dance to the Beatles at the event on March 22nd. And we're we're out of time. So thank you so much, Wendy, for being here and sharing all this. And I look forward to your. Um, being part of the show and uh, until next week um, stay tuned Beetle Blessings as Wendy says <laughs> and uh, have a wonderful week Thank you for tuning into Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mer DeMarmian 
We'll be back with another edition next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a good week ahead.